What's up, y'all? It's King Dane. And this is Christina. And we want to welcome you all to the, the Logan, Logan Lounge. Lounge. Thank y'all for tuning in. Hope you enjoy. What up? What up? What it do? What it do? Um, we back again. Welcome to the Logan Lounge. Of course, I am joined by my lovely wife, Christina Logan. What up, though? Tell them what's up, baby. What up? That's, that's it? All, that's all that's I got like, to yeah, say. That's crazy. That's, that's, what's up? I keep it simple. What an introduction. I, I, did, gotta, I, I did. I don't I gotta did, do all that. I did all that, and you just gave them in one That's sentence. you. I'm more simple. I'm, I'm just a, hey, what's up? So I'm extra. Yes. <laughs> yes, I always <laughs> tell you that. I feel like you do the most. But look, though, it's okay because I don't have a problem being extra because I know that's my personality. Right. And you need that in your life. You yeah. need me. Okay. In your life. Okay. I, I mean, you could have said we kind of just like compliment each other, but yeah. Ain't no humble routes taking over here. Okay. No, I'm, just, I'm, just play, I'm just playing, y'all. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. My God. Uh, welcome, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Logan Lounge again. Um, we are your co-hosts, Dame and Christina. Um, for the record, we do balance each other out. <laughs> just so y'all don't get to talking crazy nothing. Right. Can't have two people doing extra in a relationship. Right. We compliment one another. That she, would be she's the an annoying household. She's the yeah, it would be. It would be. It would be very <laughs> we would clash a lot. Like, yeah. You are the mm, reserved one. Yeah. And uh well you're not really reserved when it comes to me. But I'm reserved, but yes. Personality overall, you reserved. Yeah. And then I'm the the I'm more out, introverted. I'm the out loud, outgoing, doing extra stuff. When yeah. It's, when it's time to stop playing, I wanna keep playing. You know, you've gotten better with that though, but yeah. I only do that for you. No. You better. Cause, I mean, yeah, because I don't. Better not be playing with nobody. I don't else. have no filter. Listen, quit playing with me. Quit playing with me. <laughs> See, even even I'm reserved when I'm trying to be mad. Right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we have a interesting topic uh, for you guys today. We're going to be talking about um, abstinence. So mm. we want to um, just dive in on what it means. Um, what's the reason behind it? Why do you do it? Kind of our take on it, our perspective on abstinence and so on and so forth. Um, so yeah, babe, won't you start off with, well, I'll, I'll ask you this. What, well, I guess we can start off with like what, a, what abstinence really is. So, yeah. um, you were doing some research before we started. Um, I was a little bit of research. Um, so tell them what the definition is. So... Well, I have to go pull it up because I don't have it up anymore. Okay, well, while she's pulling it up. <laughs> well, I'm, I can go off memory, too. So, like, abstinence is deciding to um, not engage in any sexual activity for a certain amount of time. Okay. So, that's what it is. And I was looking up what celibacy was because I feel like we use those two words interchangeably. And I always have. I never knew there was a difference. But celibacy, from what I'm looking at, is saying that it's actually taking a vow to abstain from sex and even marriage your entire life. Mm. And mm. so it's like a gift that some people have. So, I got you. So abstinence is you're just making it for a certain amount of time. Makes sense. It makes yes. sense. I, I, was, I thought the same. I thought that celibacy was, you know, synonymous with abstinence 
but I never really realized like those two words mean the same thing because uh, I use them in, at different times, but never together. So uh, I think when I thought of celibacy, I just thought of somebody who was pure, somebody who just never, never had. I thought celibacy was like virgins, like mm-hmm. people who ain't never had sex, like ever. Yeah. And they're just celibate like well, forever. Well, they can be. That can oh, be. Yeah, okay. I was reading. Um, so remember there's a scripture. I think it was Jesus was talking about like eunuchs or something. Okay. And yeah. he was talking about, you know, some people have that gift from from when they're born yeah and there's some people who decide to do that and there's some that are made eunuchs by men so you can't, how do you get made a eunuch by so somebody tells you to I, be i'm i'm guessing not like know. made but like you probably like go through some type of i don't know i yeah. have to look into it more but there's there's one where it says from birth so if you're if you are you have that gift from birth i'm sure you probably remained a virgin you know what I'm saying, and we're able to like abstain from any sexual activities. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's good. Yeah. That's good. Uh, I think. I think that we. Mm, it, it, this is a good topic to talk about because um, I, I think that we live in a society, a culture. Now we have a culture that, and it has been for years. It's not just now. Um, it has been since we were kids, since before we were kids. It's just manifested in different ways. But I think that we live in such a sex-driven um, world, culture, yeah. society, whatever you want to say. Um, everything is pushing, you know, sex and yeah. and maybe not even like intercourse, but like just sexual images and sexuality in general. And yeah. uh, I think it's I, I think it's terrible because um, we've lost what the the actual pureness means of uh having or protecting your sexuality like we lost that concept Mm -hmm. so um and so when people hear us talking about something like this it's like abnormal right right which it really wasn't supposed to be nah yeah but it just so it's just so normal now to just do it freely as a sport and Mm -hmm. make entertainment out of sex and you know sexuality we're making money off these things with tv shows and movies and so on and so forth. So it just, it just normal now. So it's abnormal now to for somebody to be celibate or so, for somebody to be abstinent. Yeah. Uh, Would you believe? So, I um, I used to tell people, and this is before like me and you got married, and before we even dated, I would tell like my brothers or somebody like, yeah, I know, I know people who men who haven't had sex for like seven years, and have just been keeping themselves for marriage or yeah. whatever. And they'll be like, there's no way. Right. Like, people won't even right. believe it. That's how, right. like, so far separated it is from yeah. people now. Like, and they don't believe it. Right, right. All you have to do is just watch movies, watch TV, and you'll just see that, you know, even if there's not sex in the movie, there's sexual references. Right. Uh, so that gets you to entertain those thoughts, right? And so even if you're a kid, if you're a teenager, if you're an adult, you will still entertain those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's why it's important to kind of watch what you put your eyes on, your ears on, if you are uh, striving to be celibate or um, abstinent. So uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. But um, so what would be the point of being celibate then or abstinent? Like, what what's the point of being abstinent then? <laughs> Since we live in this sex driven society, why would I want to be abstinent? Yeah. Like what? Like what would drive me to be abstinent in this society that's pushing the opposite? Like, what you think? 
Oh, you're asking me. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm just, asking you. I think it just, it just depends. Sorry. It just depends. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. We laughing at our dog. Um, it just depends on the a person's personal understanding, I guess. And what I mean by that is, like, somebody's not going to want to abstain from sex if they don't realize that it's damaging some part of their life in some way. You get what I'm saying? So, like... Maybe a woman who has sex with men um, and she's realizing like these men won't commit to her or whatever. So then she's like, you know what? I'm going to be abstinent. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because obviously this isn't working, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I think it just depends on people's personal situations they're going through. If, if it's not from a biblical standpoint. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Even, even like from a secular standpoint, you still understand the emotional tie that, that comes with sex. Right, right. Because you, you have a conversation with your boys or you have a conversation with your girls and you're talking about, well, if you mess with him, if you give it to him, you know you're going to be attached. You know you're, you know you're going to keep going back to him. You know you're going to do this. Yeah. You know you're going to do that. So even in the world, we still understand what sex brings to the table is an emotional soul tie. Right. Right? So mm-hmm. um, with understanding that, you can take that even into the spiritual realm and then from the biblical perspective and say like, if you have sex with somebody, now you're joining your spirit with their spirit. And so now you will find yourself, you know, kind of acting more like them or taking on their, their, uh, attributes or, um, you know, maybe even emotions. You might find yourself a little bit more easily irritated. Um, maybe even, you know, just more of whatever that person is carrying. So, that's important to consider too and it's like so what what is what is really the point of having sex is it like is it just for pleasure mm-hmm. like do i only want to be pleasured do i feel like she owes me sex if i'm with her or if i'm talking to her or is that the or if, i might not even trying to be trying to be with her i just want to have sex with her yeah so um but that's Here's why that's dangerous because you taking away some you taking somebody take a woman right most women now most women most women want a committed man yes, yes. whether they whether they say it whether they ever express it or not most women want a committed relationship mm-hmm. so but what happens is when you have a man who only wants somebody for sex you take away the aspect of the commitment mm-hmm. of the relationship so now you're reduced to just the physical act. And so, in a woman's mind, uh, that's what comes with being in a relationship. But in a man's mind, it's like, forget the relationship. I just want what come with it. Yeah. And, and let's not get it twisted because women do the same thing. Well, I was going to say the only reason why women do that, though, is because of experiencing men like that. Most women, you got to think about it. Most women are only having sex with the men like that because they know that's what the men like. They really want the commitment along with it. But they can't get it. But they know they get this man's time and attention. So it's like that's the closest thing they get. Yes. It's like a false commitment. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's pretty twisted. And then now it breeds women because men are still doing whatever they want to do, even though they're having sex with them still. And now it breeds women who are like, well, I'm going to be like that, too. I'm going to just have sex. I don't care. But here's here's the hypocrisy in that. So the woman gets backlash for that, though. Facts. We call women hoes and yeah. they for everybody and she's going, bro. Don't don't mess with her. She's going, all that, whatever. Like, but they, they got it from us. Like, they got it from us. So, like, how can we like 
trash talked them. I done met so many dudes, so many guys who have been rejected by women, and now they call them hoes and uh, every name under the sun that's not their uh, government name. So because they got turned down, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's because you wanted something and you couldn't get it. So you have perverted the, the pursuit of a woman by just reducing it to a physical activity. Right. And uh, it's just dangerous across the board, right? So, like, a lot of people might say, you know, I'm just doing what I want to do. I'm grown. I can have fun. You, you are grown. You can do what you want to do. You do have free will. You, you see what I'm saying? But understand that with that, it's going to come, like, uh a desire for more a woman is naturally going to be like okay so what are we doing are we talking are we together are yeah. we dating like it's, that conversation is going like to come up what are we too. doing because i'm giving my body to you we're spending all this time together we laying up and doing all this are we together are we together are we not and the brother the brother might be like uh why why we need a title what are we doing for mm-hmm. real so um and he might even like give you conversation as if he is going to commit but hasn't give you the okay that he's going to and so what that does is men in the in, in the back of our mind we're doing this because we want you to stay around right we're doing that because they want you to stick around we don't want you to go do it with nobody else whole time though what that's breeding is that like what you were saying babe like that attitude the mentality for women to do the same thing yeah so they could be messing with you but treating another guy like how they getting treated you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and that guy might be in a vulnerable moment, a time in his life, and he's going to like, you know, uh, just start messing with her now because of the time he's in. And then he may really want a commitment, but like she ain't really with it because of how she's getting done by somebody else. Yeah. And it's just a chain of events chain, happening. A chain of hurting and just cycles, generational things. You're over here giving yourself to somebody like it's so crazy to think about when you said when your spirit joins with their spirit. I was thinking about how like how much like I take on some of the things you do now. Now, imagine how much I take on from you, but you was treating me so bad. Yeah. And I'm still acting like you. though. Right. Right. Like that would like make it 10 times worse. And that's what you call a soul tie. And that's why it's so hard to leave people who are bad for you. Yeah. You know, get out of toxic, toxic situations and all of that because you done gave the most intimate part of yourself to somebody who doesn't even respect you. That's so crazy because that should be the most respectable thing. Really. Yeah, right. Right. It's pretty. It's really perverted. So we don't have no education then for real. Right. On, you know, the topic of sex. Yeah. No, that's true. We're not, who we're teaches not, you this? Nobody right, taught me this. Right. I didn't learn this stuff till I started going to church and learning yeah. about the importance of sex, the spiritual side of sex. Right, right. And, here, and here's the thing, too, y'all. Um, for y'all to listen, I want y'all to know this, too, that we got to make it normal to talk about sex in a church setting. Yeah. Because um, even if you go to church, you may not go to church, but, like, the problem is, you know, we should be addressing these things in the church, um, with from you know church leaders and pastors or whoever, we should be addressing these things because if we don't do it, then the world's gonna do it. Because mm. really, the world's already doing it. They're gonna get busy doing it whether you teach them or not. So uh, they can turn on BT, they can turn on the commercial, uh, turn on a YouTube video, and see you know women in like close to nothing clothes and uh, just you know rolling a body like in a sexual way or giving off sexual like seductive looks and all that stuff breathes like 
uh, um, it, it breathes thoughts into your mind, right? If somebody look at you, let's not be dumb. We know what a, 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 a seductive look looks like. Regardless of if you have sex or not, you know what it looks like when a woman gives you that seductive look. You know what it looks like when that dude is giving you that look like he wants some. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we can't be, we're not naive to it. But the thing is, we got to be educated on the importance of having sex and not having sex. Um, so, which brings me back to the abstinence part of it. So, I'm never, I am never... I'm never going to encourage people to, if they're going to have sex, strap up. I'm going to say, don't have sex. Because, and I'm not, I'm not trying to keep somebody under my control. I'm just trying to, I'll educate them on why I say don't do it. Um, obviously, you have free will. You can do what you want to do. But the reason that There's you don't. consequences. Yeah, yeah. And I think that we, we act like we can't, we don't have to deal with them. <clears throat> There's consequences. And then, we, and, then, and then, here's the thing, though. Like. We start having sex with somebody and then the woman becomes, you know, emotionally attached to you. And now you complaining to your boys about she won't leave you alone. Well, bro, you giving her your stuff, bro. Like what you what you expect? Like you act and, and, and let's, let's be real. We act like, you know, even 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 if she's, quote unquote, disposable to you, let, let, something, let something happen. Where you vulnerable. I bet you hit her up. Right. You see what I'm saying? I bet you hit her up because you know why? Because you become attached to her too. Yeah. And in that moment when you was having sex with somebody or when you got that intimacy, you felt empowered. You 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 felt you felt fulfilled or accomplished in that moment. Mm-hmm. Because that's what sex is supposed to do. It's supposed to bring a connection between two people. But we perverted it and taken it outside of the context of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um so it's normal to have sex outside of marriage now. Um, not hating on nobody who's had sex. We're not judging you. We're not condemning you. None of that stuff. So don't get it twisted like we condemning you to hell. Or right. That's not what we're right. doing. We're just trying to educate people on why it's important to be abstinent. Right. Um, I feel what like is- I feel like I'm talking a lot. Am I talking a lot? <laughs> Wait, a I don't, bit. I don't that's want okay. You to- this is important. This is a passionate topic for me. It's y'all. I'm really sorry. Important. And it's good to hear a man talk about that. Because yeah. I feel like it's easier for women to take this stance more so than yeah. men. Because yeah. biologically, you know, I wanted to say this too. Like, let's not get it twisted. Men are more sexually driven. Right, like, right. Because we're visual creatures. And that's okay. You know, you're made that way. Right. But it was made for the context of marriage and to right. be shared with one person. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it was all good stuff that you were saying, really. And I think that what we're really trying to say is like there's a lot of benefits to being abstinent compared to not um there's like what we're saying there's consequences to everything of course you can have unplanned pregnancies um have an attachment to somebody that's not good for you um you know catch something whatever it may be there's there's consequences to having sex outside of marriage so um why would you say that um so I was saying what the consequences. So what's a good thing about being abstinent? Like what we'll, we'll share our testimony, but like what's what's a pro of being abstinent? Mm. Well, first of all, you develop discipline. Mm, that's good. Uh, Self-control. Yeah. That's very especially for men. That's yeah. really important. Right, right, right. Um I wanted to say this real quick and we're gonna yeah, go ahead. hit on what you just said. Yeah. Uh I think that and this is why having sex like so freely or like as a sport in general is detrimental because when you first have sex, when you first 
have intercourse with somebody and then you find out they having sex with somebody else, it crushes you. Mm. I don't care what age you was or whatever was going on, it crushes you. But what happens is, <clears throat> what happens is you develop a I don't care attitude because you think that uh, somebody else is going to do the same thing to you that, that just happened to you and vice versa. So the woman thinks that and the man thinks that. And what happens is, it breeds a, a I don't care attitude and then it makes your heart turn cold to like being vulnerable to somebody. So now it's like a at will, I'm going to give myself to you cause, just because I want to feel good. Mm-hmm. Just because I want to do what I want to do because I'm free. I can express myself. I'm grown. I can do what I want to do whole time. It's damaging to you and you don't even see it. Yeah. And then, but what happens is that pattern is continuing and now you have a bunch of broken people having sex with each other. Jeez. So now you, you've continued, like we talked about earlier, the chain, you continue the chain of brokenness because you're not whole. That's a whole other topic. Right. Uh, because you're not whole and you come together with somebody who else is, somebody else that's not whole mm-hmm. and you're just creating a, a chain, a chain event. Uh, yeah. A chain, uh, chain of events. Is that the right? I guess. I, guess, I don't know. Y- y- y'all know what I mean. Y'all know what I mean. Uh, Maybe chain reaction. Chain reaction. Yeah, yeah. So, um. A, a benefit going back to your question yes uh, a benefit of i would say first is discipline self-control mm-hmm. um and i think that that says a lot to a woman anyway when a man can control him his yes. can c- control himself and keep his pants up yes uh and not try to you know, feel Chase on you feel on you and touch on you and send you dirty messages and you know talk sexual well or, because if you're if you're acting like that to me then that means you're not pro- well hopefully you're not out here looking at every woman and trying to talk to every woman because I'm the person you're pursuing and you're able to contain yourself with me. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. I think, um, th- well, th- another issue is too, outside of the context of marriage, again, you have people who are pursuing people in that way. Um, but the problem, the thing is, whatever's in your heart, I just got through saying this, whatever's in your heart is going to come out of your mouth. Yeah. So like, if that's all that's in your heart, in your mind, you're going to talk about it. Mm. You would express it some kind of way. And, and here's the dangerous part. Um, ladies, if you listen, here's the dangerous part about that. If a man is pursuing you with, with only sexual language, he's doing it to somebody else. Mm. You're not the only one. Put a song. He's, he's doing that to see what you're going to bite on. Mm. And if you bite, bam, I got her. Dang. And then, a predator. And, say, and so now I got her. Now I'm running back to my boy, my boys and I'm saying, hey, yeah, she, yeah, I, I got her. She's on the team now. Now I'm looking for the next one. So I can give me a rotation. This is, a, babe. Don't be mad at me, but I'm just gonna oh, testify for a little bit. So look, this is this is how I used to do it. This is how I used to do it. So I used to try to get like five girls that five? I could, like I could, like put in rotation. Put in rotation. Oh my god. So when one, so when one got on my nerves, or one was gone, or they there was, like I got mad at them, or we fell out, or yeah. they was messing with somebody else. Some I had four other girls I could hit up. You know what I'm saying? So. And on top of that, at that time, I was still smoking weed. I was still drinking. I was still partying. So I had that to fall back on. Yeah. And we, I would use that to like, we all do it. We all done it. We would bait, use that bait to get people over here. Oh, let's come smoke. You trying to Let's put one in the area. Let's, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I got some wine. I got some lit, you know, whatever. So we all using that stuff, substances to get, that's my, such man, witchcraft, manipulation. Yeah, nice. Golly, boy. Yeah. We just use it. How you, how you going? I'm sorry. How you going to use a substance? Uh, an external substance to get somebody over to have sex with you. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, because look, it it 
reduces your self-control and your discipline too. You're more open to do those things. So it's like, I want you to be open. Yeah. And I know you're not, so let's smoke yeah. weed because I know you'll be open if you smoke. Mm. If we smoke and watch a movie and lay up, I know you're going to want to. If I start if I start rubbing you the right way, you gonna you know what I'm saying if I hit that if I hit that spot on your neck, okay, we get it's it. going. So, you saying I'm just I'm just I'm just no I'm not talking about I'm me. Just I'm just I'm just, I'm just talking. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> it's enough. No. I'm just I'm just trying to keep it a hundred though yeah, with y'all. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's so how people be, though. That's yeah, nice. yeah. Um, yeah. So. Um, so that was benefits. Yeah, right? yeah, so yeah. Discipline. Discipline is really the only benefit we've said. Okay. Really. I have one. What's another one? I have one is that if you're really serious about a relationship that you're in, you're pursuing, and you take and you are are abstinent, um, you get to become friends with the person mm. you're with. You get what I'm saying? You take out sex that takes out a lot of like complication. So a lot of people think about like when, you know, when you used to do those things, like if you got in a fight with somebody, what would you do? Have makeup sex. Right. Or go find somebody else to talk to. Or go to. find somebody else. So the problem yeah. was never resolved and it could have been a heart issue within you, within the other person, whatever it may be. But if you're like dating somebody and you take sex out of the equation, those things are still going to come up, but you have to deal with them. So it takes away... This kind of scapegoating of, oh, let's just have sex to make it better. When we get married, it adds just another level of intimacy into those times rather than just trying to fix it with a Band-Aid. Yeah, right. So um, along with the self-control part, it just produces accountability uh, on both sides with being abstinent because um, like what you were just saying, we fall back on the, the activity, mm-hmm. but take the activity out the equation. Now you left with the person. Right. So now you got the person to deal with, the the emotions, the 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 thought process, the values, the perception about everything. That's what has to be talked about if you're pursuing somebody. Yeah. So we got to talk about what do you value? Why do you see it this way? Why do you think we should do this? How do you feel about this? Is this wrong to you? I like doing this. What do you think? You know that that type of conversation. Um, that has to be had. And we have to be okay with people having different perspectives. Oh, Jesus. So just because they don't have the same perspective as you does not mean, you know what I'm saying, you need to cut them off. So that's not the case. Yeah. You're dealing with an entirely different person with an entirely different background with different a different, uh, different family members uh, and possibly from a different city or state or whatever, depending on who it is. So I can't, I cannot expect christina my wife to think the way i think because number one she was not brought up the way i was brought up uh now we, we share similar values and uh similar things and we grew up certain ways because we both you know 90s kids so um certain things that we did then that people that doesn't happen now so with kids so mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, I grew up only. I have siblings, but I didn't grow up with them. I grew up an only child. She grew up with a house full of people, mm-hmm. so it's completely different. Only time it was a house full of people with me was when my mom was having a big get together with all her friends, and all her friends had sons and kids, and we were all playing. But I didn't have people in the house on the regular. She had nieces and nephews and grandparents and mama and brothers and all that. So. She had uh, a different perspective on life, you know, more activity going on, big meals and all that. So I ain't had it. It was just me. So um, 
I can't expect her to have the same uh, perspective on getting what I want. And so pretty much what you're saying, though, babe, too, it's also you learned all this while we were dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We weren't having sex. Right, right, right. So you're saying you learned that you can't, you know, it's not bad for somebody else to have another perspective because you used to have that mentality. Now, imagine if we were just, you know, still having sex. We probably would have never addressed this and it would have always been an issue yeah. fighting about it and stuff like that. So I just wanted to tie that into right, the right, right, abstinence. Right. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think that is necessary. Yeah. So, and I think I think this too, for you people out there who are in a relationship, if you listen to this, or maybe you're pursuing somebody, you haven't yet made it official. Um, I want to challenge you, the man and the woman, I want to challenge you guys to celebrate the person, celebrate the differences that y'all have. That's good. Celebrate what's different about each other um, because that gives you an opportunity to learn something new, something different, something outside the box of the way that you normally thought. Because we have a way of just carrying what we think as it's facts, it's true, everything else is wrong. No, you need a different perspective on life. You need another perspective on how to deal with things. So um, that's the purpose of having somebody in a relationship that balances you out. So like we said in the beginning when we was playing around, we balance each other out. Yes. Very um, important. That, that that just goes back to that. So um, I think it's a good opportunity to segue into this. So if you guys don't know, well, obviously they don't know. I mean, we kind of we're talking. If you know us, then you know. But yeah. um, so me and my wife dated for a year and I proposed. And then we were married that following well, year after that. So, yeah, we were. So, uh, but then the entire time up to marriage, we did not have sex. Um, we did not kiss. Um, none of that. Mm-mm. No peck on the lips. None of that. Um, uh, I think I might have kissed you on the forehead yeah, a, a couple, couple of, times, a couple of times, but that, but that was it. That was it. Uh, she, she never kissed me. None of that. None of that stuff. I just kissed on the forehead. That was really just my way of showing her that I'm committed to her and that I love her, um, without having sex with her. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because I wanted her to know. And sometimes it's kind of like fitting for the moment too. If it's like a vulnerable, intimate moment, it's kind of fitting. Yeah. Um. So yeah. But yeah, we never engaged in any type of activity until we got married. So, um, why why was that? Because okay, so let's talk about this. Yeah, coming into the relationship, mm-hmm. we we're both at the same place in our lives. Like yeah. I'm not messing with nobody no more. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. It's me and God. If I'm supposed to have somebody, he'll come. She'll come. If not, it's me and you, God. That's yeah. it. I ain't doing none of that stuff. So like, why did what brought you to that point? To to. To the point of being I'm, abs- I'm just abstinent. Yeah. Well, when I got when I gave my life to the Lord back in I forget how long ago it was now, maybe like 2013, 2014, maybe. Um, actually maybe like 2014. Um, this is what first time I ever learned about abstinence. I remember as soon as I got baptized, literally, <laughs> I went to the office. I'm still like my clothes are wet, you the know office, what I mean? Like- uh, to my pastor's office. Yeah. And if anybody knows my pastor or my apostle or whatever. So we, I went into his office. And the first thing he hit on was your body's a temple of the Holy Spirit. You know you're not supposed to have sex no more, blah, blah, blah. And this is new to me. You know what I mean? I'm like, what? wait, I didn't know this was part of it. I just knew I wanted to be baptized. Like, I had no idea. That's crazy. And so, so how old was you? How old was I? Um, I was in college. So it was a few years, a couple years. No, it was like a year before I graduated. I graduated in 2016. So about... Almost, it was like 2014. So you're about 25, 26. Yeah, maybe like 24. Okay. I don't know. I can't do the math right now. I'm not good at mental math. <laughs> so I was around that age. Like my prime, you would think, you know, of 
right. doing what I want to do, whatever, right. blase, blase. So um, at that point, I took a vow of abstinence, but I had a few slip ups in those years. Mm. Um, and mm. then, <laughs> mm. and I wouldn't even call them slip slip ups because I'm a firm believer in you know what you're doing. Um, you know, I mean, things get intense and stuff like that. But see, no, you talk about I had five girls. I ain't have five <laughs> dudes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I ain't do all that. Um, these are men that I liked, you know, wanted to actually be with, but then they couldn't be abstinent, so I succumbed to that. You get what? It's so sad, so sad. Wish I never did it, but you know the Lord redeemed me, so praise the Lord. Yeah. But there was this last time that I was with this guy, and I just I got tired. I was just like, I'm over this. Like we stopped talking to each other, and um, I was like, I'm not doing that no more. Like I just settled in my mind, like I'm not ever gonna do this again. I'm gonna stay abstinent until i either meet my husband or i'm just gonna be abstinent for the rest of my life i just like made that decision in my mind so i just got tired that's pretty much what brought me <clears throat> and and it's it was so much harder living that way than living the other way like you mm. would think oh it's so hard to abstain from sex and no it was harder having sex knowing that i wasn't supposed to like going against right, a conviction. Right, it like right. weighed me down more. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I felt like instant relief, like instant freedom, instant joy. It was just, it was awesome. So that was before I met you, like shortly before I met you too, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I was in the same, I was in the exact same spot as she was when we met. Because um, uh, <clears throat> I had. I had literally just stopped smoking weed and just stopped drinking. I told the Lord, I said, if you want to, if, if you want me to stop smoking, if you want me to stop drinking, you are going to have to take the desire out of my heart because yeah. if you don't, I'm going to keep doing it mm. um, because I like doing it. So I'm just keeping it a hundred. That's, that's exactly how I was talking to God in, in prayer, just like that. <clears throat> and I kid you not, like the next day, um, I had an opportunity to smoke and that's how it be. I chose not to. <clears throat> and it's been what? Mm, what am I? 20, about to be twenty nine. So going on, going on like three or four years uh, ago that I stopped and just just gave it all up. And um, drinking was like shortly after that. It wasn't really hard to give up drinking because I didn't really like doing that for real. I just did it just to be just to feel drunk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, so. After I gave that up, then it was like, okay, I got to stop messing with these girls. So, because yeah. I, I remember, and I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I ain't saying, I'm not saying any names. I would never do that. I would never put anybody <laughs> on blast. I what about to say. But uh, I, was, I had a, um, I was on Snapchat at the time. And I had a, a young lady was hitting me up and was like, wanted to, you know, hang out and smoke and, you know, and get to it. And I'm like, nah, because my life is going in a different way and I, I, I knew, I know that you're not on that. This is what I'm saying to her. I know that you're not on that and my life is going a different way so I think it's best if we just like chill out. Um, and she's like, no, I can, I can respect that. That's what's up. Uh, it's cool. I still want to, I'm like, nah, it just, it just ain't going to work. It just ain't going to work because you still going to want to do this and I don't want to do that no more and it just wasn't going to work. So after that was, after that conversation was over with and she respected it, um, then it kind of was easy to just like, you know what? All right, I'm done. 
I'm cool. Like, you I'm made cool. a decision. Yeah, I mean, I'm cool. I'm you cool. Like, I, I, just, I just made my mind up. Like, nah, yeah. I'm just not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, now, here, now here comes the where the part where wisdom has to kick in. Because now that I made this decision, now I have to make sure that I'm not in situations that are going to, like, arouse a thought to want to have mm-hmm. sex. Or because, look, we're still human now. Like, we still crave. Sex is pleasurable, obviously. God created that way. So, we're still going to, like have you know maybe a thought pop up or maybe have a ten you still get like i'm gonna just say it like you, you're still gonna be horny from time to time like because you're a human being right but you don't act on it yeah. um that's that's the thing so now we just made the decision not to act on it anymore um yeah so i guess we could talk about like what does it look like to not put yourself in situations yeah to you know arouse that thought or yeah a situation where you you stop out on your conviction yeah so you know it's funny you said um like right after you were like god take this desire from me that like the next day <laughs> so literally remember, i told you when my pastor's office that day literally the next day this guy i was talking to was trying to have sex with me and yeah. I, I wouldn't let him i'm yeah. so proud you know what i'm saying right. so uh right. i think right. that's when i learned like okay I can't be in this situ these situations and and hold out. You know what I mean? Like eventually I might cave in. Yeah, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So so like you said, the wisdom of not being even in those situations. So yeah. even as single, I just I wouldn't let guys stay over at my house. Um this is when I was, you know, in my abstinent times. Cause I've gone like years, like I went a whole year without having sex, like over a year. So it wasn't like I was just having sex still, whatever. It was just a couple times. Um, but I wouldn't let them like stay at my house too late, stuff like that. Um, you know, you can do things. I, I, I didn't have an issue with this, but some people like to be in group settings. Like they don't want to be alone with the person. So they have like another couple come over or something right, like right, that. Right. Um, there's, there's a bunch of things that you could do. Go out, go to the movies. Don't be at in the house dating. You know what I'm saying? Like, Definitely don't be in the bedroom. No, hecky no. No, bedroom off limits for sure, for sure. No. So even if, if we want to move into when we were dating, um, you know, we, we, I don't know. I, I feel like it wasn't really an issue for us. I don't mean to be like that, but to no. me it wasn't. I know you're a man. It's a little different. I, I'm, I'm keeping it a hundred. I thought about it. Yeah. Of course I did. I mean, I thought about it too, but like I didn't, I never felt like, oh my God, I need to restrain myself from, from doing this, whatever. Like, I don't, I think we just knew what was up. Well, let me just be transparent yeah, because, because I thought, I thought like that, like, oh my yeah. God, I need to. I, I just didn't show it. <laughs> you were good at but it. But I thought that way, though, for sure. Because, yeah. I mean, I'd be like... Because he used to be at my house. We yeah. we didn't go out that much. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, he was at my house, and he'd be there late. Yeah. But we just never... We just made our mind up, though. Yeah, it was never an issue. But some people, you just got to know your personal limits, Right, too. right, 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 right. So, so I mean, yeah. yeah, like, a lot of people would, would may have told us, you know, you shouldn't be over there that late. Right. Or, uh, you shouldn't be doing these things, but I mean, we knew where our convictions stood, and I was committed to honoring her convictions and vice versa, um, because ultimately, she's the daughter of God, and I wanted to honor her body as God would honor her body. So I wanted to see her the way that God sees her, and that helped me to like not 
touch her. They helped me to not like rub on her and mm-hmm. all those different things. Uh, it really helped me to like, you know, get a firm grip on what the goal is and what the intentions are um, from the jump. And so, I mean, when we met, when we met, we started dating. We, obviously, we had intentions on like, nah, we getting married. So yeah. that, that, that's the goal behind this. We're not just dating to play around. Like, nah, so we're going to hold out. We're going to do what we got to do. Uh, so what was it? What two years? Yeah, we didn't we didn't have sex for two. Yeah, years. so we didn't have sex for two years. We didn't kiss for two years. Um, none of that. She yeah. wasn't she wasn't rubbing on my stuff. None of that. Uh, we we wasn't doing none of that. I, he used to make fun of how I used to give him hugs. Oh, uh, little, 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 little weak little church hug. Little, little like, side hug. It was, it was it wasn't even a it was worse than a side hug. It was it was like a it was a shoulder pat. That's it all was, it was. It I was, used to like. It was a bop bop. All right, bet. See you later. I used to even like make sure I wore like long apparel, like wise, to cover my wise, curves. Wise. You know, it was just certain things. But then wise. eventually, I kind of was like, okay, I think we we're at a point where yeah. you know I could wear my leggings if I need to. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but that's some some girls may need to do that if they feel the conviction. Not it has nothing to do with your body and your curves. You know what I'm well to the men it does, but and you don't have to take that on. But if it's a conviction, then you know go with it. That's just something she did. Yeah, he never said nothing. Right, I just would like wear like longer shirts and stuff like that. I never was like ooh like girl you you know I never I never made no jokes. I never said anything about her shape. I never did none of this Mm -hmm. stuff because I knew. What that could lead to, I, I I never did any of that, and I did not I did not want to let want to let my emotions take over anything at all. I, I just didn't want to do it because I had done it way too many times to where I had let emotions take over me, and now I'm head over heels for this girl who don't even want me for real, mm-hmm. and who's only who only want me for my good looks and my what? body and all that. I, I'm serious. I, I'm girls like that. I'm super serious. I yeah. So. Oh yeah, I, I know she didn't say it, but I just knew there was a there was just one girl who wanted me because I was eye candy for real. Oh my god! And uh, and and y'all don't get offended. I'm not being uh, uh, cocky or arrogant. You know if you're ugly or not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you know, you look in the mirror, you know if you're ugly. Like you know, you know what I'm saying? So like, I know I'm not ugly. Like I'm not an ugly dude. I'm I, I know I'm handsome. So yes, it's like, agree better. <laughs> <laughs> We, we, married, this, we married. Wait till we get out this podcast. <laughs> like, I'm about to. No, be quiet. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're kidding. We're kidding. No, we're not. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I, I just think that if you, if you're single, um, you got to be a little bit more strategic. Well, not really. You got to be just as strategic if you're in a relationship. If you're single, absolutely either way. Because if you're in a relationship, it's right there in your face. Mm-hmm. But if you're single, like you got options. For real, so it's like you just gotta yeah, trust true. God, man. That's so what I was gonna say you gotta too. trust God, ask God for trust help. God, and ask God because you can't do it by yourself. Now I will say this: I will say this. Some people just willingly do stuff, but I believe, I believe that God enables you to be able to do those things. He gives you grace. He gives you. That's what grace is. You see what I'm saying? A lot of people might not. Let's just say somebody is is abstinent and they might not believe in God, and they might not be a Christian per se. Yeah, I still believe that God will grace you to do things. Mm-hmm. Because you're still God's child, whether you believe in him or not. Yeah. You're still a creation of God in the image of God, if whether or not you profess his name or not. Mm-hmm. You're still made in his image. Yeah. So he can still grace you to do things. Um, you can still there's still, you know, success to be had, quote unquote, without stamping the Lord's name on it or mm-hmm. moving in under his leadership. But anyway, that's a whole other situation too. Right, right. So I don't want to get off topic. But uh yeah. so I think that we kind of hit it pretty yeah. good. 
Yeah. Um, so I feel like this is a, like a, a really in-depth topic too. Yeah, like, it is. It is. It is. It is. So we could probably talk a lot more. On right. It for right. Real. We could do a you know, little series on this one. Right. For real. Um, we'll let the Lord lead us though. Uh, so yeah, if y'all got any questions about you know topics that y'all want to hear from us or questions that you want to ask us personally, uh, you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Logan Lounge PC. Uh, so hit us up on there, and if you have a question or if you want a, a topic that you want discussed, uh, you want to hear from us on something specific, hit us up on there, and we'll get you squared away. And man, just stay tuned in with us. Uh, we will. Um, get you together yeah so um did you have everything else babe? no that was it i got you uh <laughs> so yeah y'all uh, we about at close to 45 minutes so i think that's good enough yeah uh we love your heads off yeah we love y'all we thank y'all so much for tuning in she threw the peace out we doing the video peace like y'all can see me right I'm right hurt. right well eventually <laughs> eventually we will get, get, a, get the little video joints going and we'll we'll Maybe put a YouTube up when we get, you know what I'm saying, acclimated and all that stuff. So we'll yeah. we'll wait down the line for that. We got a baby on the way. Yeah, so after we, the baby comes. we trying to do stuff for him and get him ready and all that stuff. So uh, we got a lot going on. So y'all pray for us and we appreciate y'all for listening, tuning in. Love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Logan Lounge. Remember, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram, Logan Lounge PC. Uh, to stay in tune with us and uh yeah. So all right. love y'all. Peace. Out.